Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The Indianapolis Star will no longer be printed in Indianapolis. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Local production facility that has been printing the paper since 2001 has announced uh, that Gannett, the owner, has announced that the closure will occur on April 9th. 90 employees involved in daily printing and packing operations will be laid off. They're going to print the Indy Star out of Peoria, Illinois. But their commitment to Indianapolis is unwavering. Uh, They would be able to prove that if they actually printed news. You know it. I know it. They know it. Just Gannett further taking things down the line and offline till eventually one has to assume there will be nothing left. And someone's going to have to turn out the lights. Nah, 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 nah. The lights will go off and that'll be it. And they'll be like, oh, I guess it's I guess it's over now. Mimi Blue, they are ending their run in Indianapolis on Mass Ave. Uh that spot, that 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 space there um at the end of Mass Ave is just gorgeous. I've always said that about that room. That room is the most East Village style restaurant I have seen outside of the village. Uh, Just the way they position things, including the mirrors. And it's been a while since I've been. I I will agree with that. But the mirrors were were angled in a way where there was like one small TV by the bar. Um, and and the mirrors were angled in a way where you look back in on the restaurant. So it was it was this it, it kind of it, it fostered if if not forced dialogue and conversation um, amongst uh, people who were there. Always loved that look. Always loved how they made that go. I thought the food was wonderful. I'm sorry to see it happen, but I but I hope for them. Um, they're they're on to 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 other things. The whole Cosine family, and good things. Um, and they have announced uh, that if you have a gift card purchased after October first, twenty twenty three, it will be reimbursed for the stated value until March of twenty twenty four, the end of March twenty twenty four. So uh, you can get that uh, handled and done. Um, sorry to see it happen. Is this a sign of where the economy is? The answer is yes and no because we there there are details that we don't have. From what I know, they're also like they're also selling the building. They're selling the whole thing. So it could be just a shift in focus, not having anything to do with anything else economic. It could have something to do economic and force the sale of the building. 
That's not something I have an answer to. And so, uh, so you can't sometimes use these one-offs as as a true indicator. You can take a look at a, at a whole bunch of one-offs and say, well, it tells you something. But I can also point to places that are opening downtown, downtown Indy. So sometimes a story is just a story. It, 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 is, it is siloed as opposed to part of, of, of everything else. Uh, that, that said, I'm sorry to see it happen. I look forward to what they are going to do uh, next. If if they're going to do something next, I I can't wait can't wait to see it. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good. And then next month, when the president is in East Palestine, will he drink the water there? I mean, look, what I can tell you is the president's focus has been to do everything that he can to support this community from day one. We get what's going on on the ground. We understand what's going on. That's why we've had the EPA. That's why we had DOT. That's why we had HHS. That's why we've had FEMA on the ground. Um, You know, this is not about some sort of like political stunt here. This is not about, this is not what this is about. This is about this president being a president for everyone and showing up, showing up for this community. That's what this is about. A year later. Come on, Corinne Jean-Pierre. It's about showing up for the community a year later when they, they fit it in between nap time and ice cream time. Oh, come now. Will he drink the water? No, he won't drink the water. Come Don't be silly. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Oh, that is precious. You know, that's actually not the the biggest story of the day. Certainly, that's just a comedic story. More and more, you're going to start hearing about this. Clip this uh, from from Fox News uh, earlier today. As you know, Hamas murdered more than 1,400 Israelis, and they still hold more than 100 of them hostage somewhere. So it would seem that banning them from entering the United States would be a no-brainer, right? But apparently squad members Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush disagree as the only two members of Congress voting against a ban last night. Let them in, they say. Fox and Friends. We don't need to discuss anymore. We need to recognize what Rashida Tlaib is, what Cori Bush is. Cori Bush, who is uh, using campaign funds to pay her husband, who she claims is her security. And if you ask about it, well, you're just a racist and a sexist. The DOJ opened the probe. You know it's a violation. I know it's a violation. Why don't we just get into the uh, removal? Why not? Let's start with a removal uh, from uh, committees, and then uh, we can go from there. The same thing is true about uh, Representative, Representative Ilhan Omar. This speech that she gave, now is the translation wrong? She wasn't saying that she's for Somalia first, and then a Muslim second? She wasn't saying that uh, Somalia is her only focus? You even have people 
from uh, Somaliland describing what Omar was saying because she was utilized, she was not speaking in English. And I, as I said, I have not yet found what I would call the language. I, I don't. It, some people have called it a S- Somali language, but I didn't know if there was a specific name for the language, so I, I've avoided discussing it in that way. But the 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 Republic of Somaliland referred to it as this this kind of gross messaging. It was anti it was anti Ethiopian. It was it was pretty ugly stuff. And for somebody who likes to talk about allegiances, one has to uh, answer uh, where where does she see hers? So of course, there's been the call not only to. Uh, expel her from Congress, some people have called for deportation. I don't know how that part works. If she wants to argue that this is the translation is improper, sure. You're not going to get people to buy in. You've said enough. There's been enough bigotry from you that to hide behind, well, you don't understand the language. Sometimes interpretations can be taken different ways. Sometimes it's a cover. How many more ways will Ilhan Omar show you that she's not a very good person? That she doesn't have America's best interest at heart and she's got a bigot streak that runs a mile deep. But even she knew enough, although I didn't see, maybe she didn't vote. She knew enough not to be opposed to a piece of legislation that says we don't let Hamas in the country. Cori Bush voted against it because she's a communist and destroying the country is what she's into. Remember, she's somebody who says, I have to have security, but we should defund the police. She doesn't believe in your rights, only in hers. Remember, elitism comes in all shapes and sizes. It comes in all colors and creeds. It is it is more uh, than not an ideological point of view, not a uh, economic point of view. It is is elitism. Rashida Tlaib, she never met a member of Hamas that she didn't love. She supports Hamas. That seems obvious. At this stage of the game, you will allow Hamas into the country. What are we doing? This is why the move has to happen with all of these squad members to start primarying them, to push back against them, and to find ways to get them out of office. I argue that as much as I would love for Indianapolis and the 7th District to elect a uh, a Republican, a conservative, not even a Republican. I'm not going to get my wish. So, okay, I'm not going to get what I want. How do I get close to what I want? Well, let's start with some basics. What What is it that we're, we're looking to do? What is it we're looking to accomplish? Well, I would just love to have a member of Congress that doesn't hate Jews. I would just love to have a member of Congress who thinks that Indianapolis is not their birthright because of their grandmother. Okay. Let's vote for another Democrat. Let's vote for another Democrat. Let's vote for another black Muslim Democrat. 
Let's vote for a black Christian Democrat. Let's vote for a white Christian Democrat. Let's vote for a, a female black Christian Democrat, a female black Jewish Democrat, a female black Muslim Democrat. Vote for someone who doesn't hate Jews and doesn't think that Indianapolis is their birthright because of their grandma. And it's a great place to start. No, it's not everything. Kitten, you ain't gonna get everything. What can you get? And then build from there. So why aren't we being supportive in this way? Why aren't we thinking this way? You want me to turn to the Republicans and say, okay, run somebody. They won't. They don't. They can't. They've shown this. This was the failure of Kyle Hupfer. I assume this will be uh, the, the failure of Hathaway, the entire Republican Party. They don't take a look at every race and say, how do we compete? They say, oh, we don't have the money for that. Democrats don't do that. Democrats looked at Hamilton County and said, it might take us 20 years, but we're going to get people on that city count- on that city council. And they did. They did. They now run people for mayor in Carmel and feel like they've got a shot. Republicans haven't figured out how to do that. Don't tell me that this Republican Party in Indiana is strong or, or, or anything else. Holy McCrap. This is weak stuff. And they get these super majorities and they're like, okay, that's enough. But they don't do enough with it. It's not strong enough. They do play in some spaces that make no sense. And they do engage some things that I think are valuable. But they don't decide, hey, having a supermajority isn't enough. You got to do something with it. And how do you spread the word? And how do you get more people elected? In And how do you protect the capital city? And how do you grab this city? You got wiped clean in Lawrence, kitten. Anybody doing a, a, a postmortem? Figure out how to fix that? Hmm. I can't get a Republican to win in the seventh. We can at least get a different Democrat. Somebody who doesn't align with Rashida Tlaib, who says Hamas members should be welcome in the country. And then let's get somebody to run against Rashida Tlaib. Matt. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. to fill up on the news tony katz and 93 wibc good morning good to be with you fill up on the news that is brought to you by the absolute wealth management llc the absolute wealth retirement planning show there it is sundays at 9 a.m wibc wibc.com dow futures up to nasdaq futures up 81 the fed did not change interest rates they did not lower interest rates at all because the fed is making a very very clear statement um we're not done people this economy is not great this economy is not perfect inflation is still a real problem and so we're not going to make a move until things get better which means rates stay where they are that's what it means Now, I've got a bunch of stuff to get to. And as you know, the world is crazy. 
We do not have to be. That's why we have the TK Thursday music moment brought to you by Kill-A-Dent. Kill-A-Dent removal. They do the, the paintless uh, dent removal. Uh, they'll come to you, the, 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 the mobile stuff, everything. Kill-A-Dent removal. Dot com, kill a dent, kill a dent removal dot com, the paintless auto dent and hail removal pros. Check them out. Kill a dent removal dot com. Uh, so the, the, the TK, Tony Katz, it's me, Thursday music moment came because uh, we created it. The world's crazy. We don't have to be crazy. You take a moment, you take a beat, you take a breath and you're like, you know what? Listen to some music. Everything will be all right. And we'll go forward from there. That's rational. Because everybody wants to be nuts and keep you crazed and insane all the time. <laughs> Silly. Silly. So we play some music and we roll down the windows in the car and we got some sunshine going or we step away from the computer and we turn up the speakers, we grab a drink. I don't care what's in the cup. I'm not here to judge. And we take a moment. So I took this moment from 1952. That's when it got recorded, although it was released in 53. I went old school. I went original. Because... When you hear Hound Dog, you think Elvis. What you should be thinking of is Willie Mae, Big Mama Thornton, who made the song the song. It is the TK Thursday music moment. Uh, Producer Carl, hit it. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Are you looking at the phone? You ain't nothing to 
Sometimes you need a classic, people. Sometimes you just need what you need. The Roots, kitten. Know your roots. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medication and of course jobs i don't disagree with any of that except of course your claim representative ayanna presley that walgreens is leaving because they're racist because that's your claim right that walgreens is pulling out because of bigotry oh you don't believe me These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. Does Walgreens have a say? Can they say, here's what's happened in this store? And I'm not sure what's happened in that specific store. But we have all seen repeated instances of runaway theft, reckless abandon, people just walking in, taking what they want, walking out, nothing you could do about it. They're just supposed to take that? They're going to have to deal with the losses. What I find interesting, Representative Presley, is that you were not there to excoriate people who screamed, well, these are victimless crimes. No. There are no victimless crimes. You know who was talking about this before you, Representative Presley? The first person I ever heard talk about this? Fingers Malloy. Fingers Malloy, who uh, hosts Eat, Drink, Smoke with me. When the... When the CVS closed near his his father, uh, Fingers Malloy Sr., now he has to go miles to get medications. Tell me more about victimless crimes. These things all connect to each other. And where were you to excoriate those people stealing? To excoriate those people who say, hey, you can't call the police on a black person. That happened numerous times and still does. You are nowhere. You only want to scream racial and economic discrimination and don't say anything about the discrimination, let's call it that, that Walgreens gets from the people who rob from them, steal from them, I should say, or who rob them. Now, I'm not sure that's the specific case there in the Massachusetts 7th, but since we've seen so many videos and so much content and heard so many stories and read so many stories about this happening, let's make an assumption that there's an issue. It's happening all across America. Do you still think uh, prosecutors shouldn't prosecute? Because we have prosecutors all across America saying uh, we shouldn't prosecute. We can't prosecute our way out of this problem. Well, then how does one get out of this problem? You have a lawless society. You've told police officers they can't do anything about it. You actually attack police officers for doing their job. And then you complain? Maybe just a a spitballing here. Perhaps we shouldn't call everybody a racist. 
Perhaps we shouldn't call everybody a bigot. Perhaps we shouldn't excoriate business owners for wanting to protect and defend themselves. Perhaps we shouldn't excoriate business owners for being in business and not paying their fair share or not paying enough of a wage. Maybe people should stop being crazed and recognize that a business has a a right to run its business the way it sees fit. That criminals, people who steal from that business, should indeed go to jail, and it is a deterrent. And that we should, in our local neighborhoods, wherever that local neighborhood may be, actually be protective of the businesses, as opposed to thinking they owe us something and stealing from the businesses, which forces them to close, and then brings about people as ignorant as Representative Presley to say, you see, that's just their racial bias. I don't, I don't know why this is so, I don't know why it's so difficult. Why was there no community input? That is why I joined with Senator Markey and Warren to demand answers from Walgreens CEO. Why was there no community input, no adequate notice to customers, and no transition resources to prevent gaps in health care? Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from black and brown communities. Well, I have no proof that they're divesting from black and brown communities. But one should ask what's been going on in this in your district regarding any level of, of crime. I, I would love the data point. You can't really do anything without the data point. But what do you mean community input? If the business is losing money, what does the community have to do with any part of it? They make a decision. See, this is where the whole stakeholder conversation you realize is a giant bunch of crap. The stakeholder conversation is actually an idea of collectivism. It's the idea of saying, sure, you have a business, but we get to make decisions for you. No, you don't. You don't get to make any decisions. How we open, when we open, how we close, when we close, how we run the business. You don't get to make any decision except for whether or not you enter the business or not. Walgreens has to stay open because the stakeholders have decided they have to stay open, have to deal with the issues, have to deal. Would you accept that in San Francisco? Deal with the theft, deal with the human feces around, deal with the crime, deal with the violence. You have to stay open. We decided you do. Stakeholder is one of the ugliest expressions in America and is an anti-capitalist conversation. And the people who push it, including right here in central Indiana, are wrong. And they should be pushed back upon. No community input. Where was the community to rally and say, hey, we need the Walgreens. Don't steal from here. If indeed it was the theft that caused them to close. Again, we need the data. But the argument, the argument is just pure, pure ideological drivel. I'll catch you guys at noon.